and welcome again to another edition of Irreligiosophy, and uh, this week we actually find out who is more grading, me or Charlie, <laughs> and uh, why don't we have our guests introduce themselves. Uh, my name is Patrick Orlov, I am a president, for lack of a better term, of Salt City Skeptics, which is a local group here in Salt Lake City uh, devoted to skepticism and rationalism. How many members in the Salt, Lake, Salt City Skeptics? Well, we have... Uh, we have of actual people who have identified membership, I'd say we probably have about 250, but that's a way overestimate of the number of people who are actually there. We How many active have, members? You know, we have probably between, I'd say, 15 and 30 people that we see regularly. Basically, you're inflating your numbers like the LDS church. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's basically exactly a... what I was doing, actually. <laughs> do they have to go through a long process just to take their names off of your list? How do you excommunicate them? They send it to the membership <laughs> records, and then we, uh, we give them the runaround for a couple months. Oh, Excellent. Okay. I can understand that. Do, do you send them a welcome packet once they are, uh, are off? It? That's right. It's exactly right. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, how did you grow up? What was your religion? Well, you can have the other guest well, introduce himself. I'm getting his religion out first. <laughs> we'll get his to background. <laughs> and sooner or later, this wallflower will come all forward right, and right. speak. My, uh, my family was Mormon, but not particularly religious. I, I think that my family was pretty good about instilling in me a sense of inquiry and rationalism. So They were uh, Jack Mormon, almost yeah, by definition. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so I, I stopped identifying as Mormon by the time I was... 13 or 14, so. Okay, now we can move on to our next guest. Are That's the only happy? question you had for him? <laughs> I was just setting a precedent. Nice. Uh, we'll get to that was it. Now we can leave. That's yes. it. Okay. All right, yeah, so you guys for being on the show. Wait, wait, wait. We still have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> He is actually the one that's going to point out which of us is more grading. Now, my bet is uh, is Charlie is the one that's grading. I got all my chips on Leighton. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Dave Browning, and I'm, I'm a member of the Salt Lake Skeptics, and I was told there was beer, so that's why I'm here. Hence but, his presence. Hence his presence, yes, yes. And uh, your background in religion? He's never listened to an episode of Irreligious. Yes, yes, in fact... Before. He I, got here and he started downloading an episode and wanted us to wait an hour yeah. so he could listen to one. I thought it'd be more appropriate if I listened to an episode <laughs> before you come before on. Before you come before and I drink my on. beer, I, I bring beer for you, and that's all. Yeah. I, I brought a six pack, so all right, all right. And, that's and true. I don't know when was the last guest you had that brought a six pack. I don't know. And right. some donuts. Uh, and some donuts. Okay, and some that's donuts true. as well. All right, I'll forgive you this once. Everybody, go to hell. <laughs> And he's kind of feisty, don't mind him. So what, what was your childhood background? Uh, I was raised Mormon, and then I, then I left. Just up and left? There you yeah. go. And Moving that on. Was, that was many, <laughs> that was many years ago, and I haven't thought about it since. So I've got a very dull story, very boring, very bland story. So, I mean, I had questions when I was a teenager, but... Uh, I had questions when I was a teenager, yeah. But they kept drilling it into me, and I believed... Um, Probably through college, and I think I lost my belief after college. But you, that's not the case. Uh, you never I, really I believed. I don't really think I had much of a belief at all, to tell you the truth. I, 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 I kind of tried in my first marriage, but she wasn't enough of a believer to change my mind. I, I don't know. I didn't really care. Your parents devout? Yes. Very. Yes. And most of my family is very devout. Now, here's a question for both of you. Both of you were raised Mormon. Now, uh, we've actually covered in our podcast that uh, the, the Mormons are really big on, if you want to find out the truth about this, go and pray and get that burning in your bosom. Now, Charlie has actually felt that burning That's in his true. bosom. I never have. Have either of you gone and prayed and felt this burning in your bosom? 
No. No. <laughs> I, I have gone and prayed, and when I was 19, and they wanted me to go on a mission, and everybody wanted me to go on a mission, yeah. everybody's going on a mission. It yeah. was, I've I, had heartburn. I, I, I did actually pray, and I, I felt no burning in my bosom. But I, I don't know what it would feel like. Clearly the most righteous member of this group. Really? Really? You felt it? What does it feel like? Like heartburn? It's a little burning it's Burning sensation. in your bosom. Exactly. What <laughs> it would stay. Yeah. Really? Well, I, anyway, no, I, I got nothing. I got, God didn't like me as much as he liked you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously he didn't like me either, and we seem to be the friendliest ones here. Clearly. Yeah, I know. Exactly. That's why God doesn't like us. Yeah, Layton's well. bosom is merely lactated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I forget those little pads again? <laughs> Now, uh, which one of you actually got your patriarchal blessing? Now, this is something we haven't covered just yet, but uh, we are going to get into patriarchal blessings. I got mine. Charlie had his, and we're going to read them on the show as soon as we find them. Did either of you get your patriarchal blessing? I did not get my patriarchal blessing. I did get a patriarchal blessing. Really? Yeah, that's pretty young, right? When does that happen? It, 12? About 12, 13, sometimes 14. Yeah, I was early it's, teens. It's possible that I did, and I just don't remember just it because it wasn't that it. big a deal to me. But. <laughs> blocked it from your memory. But do you remember what your patriarchal said? No. I, I remember that it was an old man that lived up the street, and he, he told me that I had a different name than I yeah, yeah. So you get like a Mormon right. name. I get like a Mormon or a Mormon family name or a tribe. That's what tribe it was. Of yeah, the, the tribe like of that. Israel. I got I got a tribe and and I don't remember what tribe it was and I really don't care. But I think <laughs> I think my dad still got it. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> it down. Yeah, that's the thing. He gave me a transcription. Yeah, yeah. They, there they was they a woman there transcribing. I think it was his yeah. wife. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you bring that up? That was random. Well, it, it just kind of cracked me here because I was just well. I found the uh, the actual case that has my patriarchal blessing in it, so we're probably going to be doing a podcast on it. And oh. one of the big things, what brought it up is you were talking about how there was so much pressure on going on a mission. Yeah. And uh, I remember that my patriarchal blessing put me in the tribe, I believe, of Ephraim, which is supposed to be the teaching tribe. So you're, you're supposed to be teachers or out there spreading the we word. You can only be one of two tribes because the lost ten tribes, you can't be actually from them. My yeah. black adopted brothers and sisters oh, were course. part of the black. Because okay. they're black. Yeah, they were part of a different tribe. I can't even remember the name of the tribe. <laughs> but they were. But yeah, that, I got a huge amount of pressure when I turned 19 because... My patriarchal blessing kept being thrown in my face saying, well, wait, you're, you're of the tribe of Ephraim. You should be a teacher. You should be out there teaching. So here you are. Yep, here yeah. I am. I am yeah. teaching. Can I, I get me laid, seriously? <laughs> well, not, it, it doesn't work so I well. As a I, I, I think I was the tribe of Ephraim as well because I remember it started with an E. So That's yeah, probably. What so I'd like is for you guys to eat your patriarchal blessing and see how similar they are. Does the church follow a script, like a format? I, this this guy follows a format. Yeah, all my buddies had more or less the same blessing. Yeah, I think all my, my buddies that lived in the ward. Yeah, my wife was really disappointed when she compared it to her sister, and it was nearly the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that was that was one of the things that made me go. Yeah. Isn't that similar with <laughs> this? When, is again an old guy that lives up the street. When right? you go to the temple and you get your secret name, it's like you. There's one name they use that whole day, so everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody the same day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coincidentally, they all had, were named the same thing in heaven. Yeah, yeah, obviously. That's well, awesome. uh, my favorite about mine is that it actually stated that I was going to have more wealth than most of the people here on the earth. Awesome. Yeah. That's and my, awesome. My parents kept saying to me, 
Well, that's great. Well, you can take care of us when we get to our old age. See, they really, they really believe this stuff. They really that's believe what, this. That's what kills me. Yeah, yeah it's your own special <laughs> prophecy or yeah, something. Yeah, You're that's like, exactly what it is. It's the most ridiculous thing. And I haven't thought about it in 30 years, and thanks for bringing that up all of a sudden. <laughs> Good gonna, memories, gonna, I hope. I'm going to email my dad and see if he'll send it to me. Yeah, yeah, get it. Actually read it. Find out what it says. because I mean, it just... I remember some in my uh, in my seminary class actually had it in their patriarchal blessing that they were going to be serving missions during World War Three. Oh God! Wow! Wow! <laughs> so they haven't gone on their missions yet. I'm guessing couples missions. Either that, or they couples. There's always a doubt. Uh, I don't know. They'll probably just say that the uh, the war in Iraq is the the World War Three or something yeah. like that. They, they'll twist it somehow. Even Some in heaven, you can go on a mission. I understand. That's right. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're going to do. Well, you know, uh, missionaries in heaven will be teaching all of us here. You think we're making it to heaven? They keep saying we're the last generation, right? Yeah. yeah. The last generation before Christ comes. That's mm-hmm. it. I've been saying that for 2,000 years. Yes, they have, actually. In fact, Jesus was saying that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, now I'm telling my little boy that, so... <laughs> so actually, he's the last generation. <laughs> so sooner or later, it is going to be the last generation. Is what yeah, eventually. Yeah. Yeah, get your sex in now, little boy. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Jesus is coming. No, I think, uh, I think the biggest thing that was drilled into me is that this was the end of times. And, uh, oh yeah, I mean, my dad, we actually bought or bought some land up in some mountains. We built a house up there, and the whole point of this house was to become self-reliant. Mm. In fact, we had a stream running behind the house where my dad was attempting to hook in a generator so we could generate our own electricity so when the end of times came that uh, we would be self-sufficient. I mean, my How much generation can you really... Electricity can you really generate from a stream? From, from a, a stream. stream. You remember the stream yeah. off the back yeah, of my house? Yeah, it wasn't well, a couple light bulbs. His plan was to run the uh, at least the fridge with this. <laughs> I mean, you I think you're better off going solar power for yeah. that one. Yeah, gotta keep your beer so cold. So your your dad moved from Park City to Harriman because he thought World War Three was the second coming of Christ. Yeah, that was one of the main reasons. My first year. Wow, this would oh, have been in the mid eighties, late eighties, late eighties. Yeah, yeah, so not, not too late in high school, school. So we're talking 86, 87. Yeah, yeah. That is really dumb. My parents bought... <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks no, no for commenting on my dad that way. Thank you. No offense to your dad or anything. My no. parents bought their house in Park City precisely because it was surrounded by four mountains, so mountains on all sides. So when the nuclear war happened, the fallout would go up, but it wouldn't go past the mountains. That was one of the reasons why my dad bought up there. I mean, we actually had to use dynamite to blow out the uh, the foundation of this house because it was on volcanic rock. Nice. nice. And so, so because it was so sturdy, my dad actually believed that this was meant to be and that we were going to make our stand here. And I love that he went out and he planted like 400 of these little fruit trees to try and get them to grow so we would have some food. Every single one of them either died or was eaten by deer. <laughs> nice. You can't grow fruit up in the mountain. That's beautiful. Yeah, but, but I mean, just just this craziness was beaten into my head. And I remember as a child remembering the prophecy of the moon turning red with blood, and that being one of the signs. And I remember there were was some sort of fire up in the mountains, 
and I walked out to go milk the cows this one night, and I looked up, and and I gotta tell you, my heart stopped. I'm like, oh shit. The moon was all red. The moon was all red from the smoke. Yeah, Yeah, it's coming. That was a good story. I think when the apocalypse apocalypse comes, I've got uh, you know some cans of peaches or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, that's crazy. I I mean, I got got an extra pack of smokes in the car. There you go. Remember the use those for trading purposes. For trading purposes, obviously. Hey, yeah. (laughs) The streets are supposed to run red with blood and. Two prophets are supposed to rise up in Israel and then be killed and then rise up again three days later. You know, These I, are other signs. I'd like to point out that you and yeah. I are kind of like prophets. <laughs> you know, um, when I was going to the University of Utah, so this dates me a little bit, um, Tom Barberi was on the uh, Call 910. Yeah, yeah. And he was running a show where he had uh, some Mormon guy on there who was convinced that the two prophets in the end times were Rush Limbaugh and Howard Stern. <laughs> Oh, you got to be kidding <laughs> He said, <laughs> he goes, so this is what you believe, right? And he goes, I don't believe it. It has been revealed to me as true. Oh. I know wow. it's true. It's absolutely true. Because Howard Stern's a Jew, and you know, one of the prophets has to be a Jew. Yep. And he's telling the truth about all this, you know, the celebrities and blah, blah, blah. And Rush Limbaugh, of course, is telling the truth. So there you have it. He said, I, I guarantee it. When they have uh, been on the air for, I don't know, however many, it was like three years or something that they were supposed to be preaching in Revelations. <laughs> when they're on the air wow. for that long, that's going to be the end. It's going to trigger the end of the world. Really? So this guy looked at Howard Stern, who half of his shows are, show me your boobies. Yeah. And he thought this guy was a prophet. He, he was a prophet because he was using mass media. Mass Doesn't media. that put us like right near the end of tribulation right now? So yeah. That puts us past yeah, it. That puts us well past it. <laughs> nice. I mean, how long has he been on the air? Even Rush Limbaugh. Even, Good long time. Does anybody even listen to Rush Limbaugh anymore? People love him. I think people still listen to him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll take Not the people alone. I hang around with. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how did your charter even form? I'm very curious about this because uh, you invited me down and it was basically we go down to the, the local bar and we drink and we just discuss things. Yeah, so um, I, I became interested in the, the skeptics movement. Uh, you may be aware of it. The skeptics Guide to the Universe, a couple other podcasts out there. <laughs> I've heard of it. The most. Yes, yes, I wonder where we've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I don't know. It just resonated with me when I discovered that. It, it's the, the thing, the, the philosophical viewpoint that most resonated with what I have always felt, which is, uh, rationalism and always looking at something and, and whatever the question is at hand, looking at the evidence and then basing your conclusions on the quality of the evidence. Um, so I, st- I formed the uh, group to kind of foster a community for those of us here in the city that uh, met around that same mindset. We started about a year ago. Uh, we have Usually we try to have two events a month, although sometimes we usually only we often only have the one uh, where we, we do. We meet down at the bar, we hang out, and we uh, we'll have, you know, 10 people, 20 people. What bar? Come on, sell it. Uh, Piper Down, which is a bar here in Salt Lake City, um, downtown. Well, you know, you got to build it up. Yeah. They allow skeptics in? Uh, they... <laughs> We have there's, to keep quiet. There's a small it. corner yeah. that they're allowed to go to. It's kind of like segregation back in the 50s. <laughs> you remember watching a Bruce Lee movie? I think it was Fist of Fury or Chinese Connection, where he walks through this fence, and there's a guard at the door, and there's a sign that says, 
no dogs or Chinese allowed. <laughs> and so the guard stops Bruce Lee from going in. And then Bruce Lee takes a couple steps back, and the guard allows a lady with a dog to go in. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's yeah. what skeptics are like. You know, yeah, no, they let the skeptics in as long as they're not Scottish. It's okay. <laughs> that's right. It is they won't part. take the Scots. <laughs> Uh, and then we try to have another event uh, once a month where we have like a book club meeting. Uh, we had a Darwin Day event in February that was very well attended. We had about 60 people at that event. So You must have had every skeptic in Salt Lake City there. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I think, well, I, think I mean, this it, is a dying breed out here. <laughs> I think it included, you know, because it was promoted with the, the uh, Utah Atheist group and a couple other groups that were interested in allied on the same philosophical page. I had no idea these groups existed. Yeah, and now you do. <laughs> you, you shouldn't point out that there were more groups that attended because that really points towards you inflating your numbers of 250. There were 60 in his group. 60 in his group. Ah, One there, there were 60 people at, so it was actually a Salt City Skeptics event, but it was promote like, so it was picked up by uh, some of the other groups and said, hey, he's still inflating. <laughs> <laughs> That's not inflating. Whatever. There are only so many skeptics. There's a lot of overlap in these groups. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's I a can, lot of overlap. All right, I'll, under, yeah. I'll, I'll accept the Only so the many overlap. skeptics in Utah to go around. Yeah, yeah, well. So. Is there no skeptics in Utah? There's got to be some, right? Uh, there's at least 60. Yeah. Uh, that may be a maximum uh, number. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I'm thinking for, for Utah, they send out their little missionaries. we got to start sending out some skeptic missionaries. Yeah, here. get started Knocking on the doors. Yeah. Yeah. John, uh, do you know who John Saffron is? No. He's an Australian comedian. He's, he had a show in Australia where he actually came to Salt Lake City uh, as an atheist missionary and knocks, knocks on doors. No, what, what do you know about atheism and would you like to know more? And He did not get a very positive reception. <laughs> in Utah, I'm surprised they didn't stone him. <laughs> I like the idea, though. You can look idea. that video up on YouTube. It's very funny. <laughs> well, well, how did you become involved with this, uh, David? Uh, I, I'm just... I, you like the beer? I'm looking much? for a little help. I don't know. I, there's there's <laughs> nobody around that, that thinks straight, so I just like to be with people who think straight. That's, that's all. Right. You found the group it's, on Facebook, right? It's, yeah, yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, go to Facebook, whatever. See, there are I, some uses for Facebook. I refuse there, there to get on uses. Facebook. You got to have a religiosity page of Facebook. You know, Why not? You know, all I see where, where Facebook is concerned, and you can feel my pain here, is my brother and his wife pretending like they love each other so much that they, on a, almost a five-minute basis, are sending, oh, I love my wife when she walks around singing. She looks so cute. Yeah, put them on. Oh, high. I'm gonna puke. I hit. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's them. awful. <laughs> there's oh, a great blog. Facebook does, in fact, suck. Yeah. <laughs> there's a great blog called STFU Marrieds, and they uh, <laughs> they have screenshots of people's Facebook statuses that are sickeningly sweet like Excellent. that. It's it's mm. hilarious. I'm sure my brother's has been their number one for a very yeah. long time. Oh, uh, there's. He had stuff. I hit him for a while, and I went back to check and see if he was still doing it. He's uh, kind of a masochist, yeah, as you yeah. can tell. He uh, had. I'm at work. I can't wait to get home to my wife. Or, my wife is cooking. She's so beautiful. Or, oh. she's leaning, she's oh, leaning over. God. I can't believe how hot my wife is. Uh, and the funny thing I'm is... i a cavity here. This yeah. is so sweet. It's just so <laughs> sickening. And I, I actually took my girlfriend, uh, probably the only time I've ever taken a woman, up to meet my family. And they were there to play cards. And after we left, she's like, 
they annoy me. She's like, I, I can't stand being around them. Do they actually believe that this is the way two couples should act? So yes, that's my crazy. All right. Well, God bless him. I, I, yeah. All right. So anyway, what kind of picture do you guys have up there for your Facebook? I mean, me right now, I have my dog. But you know, last for week the group? I had a. Oh, for the group? Yeah, that's what I mean. For the, oh, the group. I have a little, a little crappy logo I designed. Wow, you just pointed out to everybody that you have a Facebook page. Are you sending out these little messages too? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Except it's him and his dog. Yeah, it's, it's between, dog. oh, when, my, <laughs> when I spread that yeah. peanut butter. Oh. <laughs> um. No, on, the, on the, the group page, I've just got a little little logo that says Salt City Skeptics. We've got, uh, we've got a meetup page it's and very a tasteful. Uh, Facebook page and a meetup page and then a blog. So. Excellent. Now, how long have you guys been doing this? Uh, just year. shy of a year. I'm paying attention. Was I supposed to? I've got a beer in my A hand. year. <laughs> Is somebody coming over today? I don't know. Yeah, well, where am I? <laughs> How many beers have you had? Uh, well, considering you can't even pronounce them. You know. Modelo Especial. Uh, now you can You're talking it. to me about pronunciation. Yes, I am. That's impressive. <laughs> hey, in the words of Eva, we cannot really... <laughs> it's not an anxious <laughs> language. <laughs> hey, Spanish has been around yeah. long enough. Yeah, yeah, you said so you got any uh, up and coming um, meet and greets? Uh, we have. We always have the second Wednesday of every month. We meet at uh, the far, far here, Piper Town, um, and then the other events variable. We don't have a what a time? Yeah, what time? Seven o'clock. Where at Piper Down? Piper Down, fourteen ninety two South State Street. Yeah, thank in the you back. for giving an address because when you said Piper Down, I thought it was some sort of little library or something. You've never been to Piper Down? <laughs> never been to Piper Down. Uh, that's a, good, a fun little Irish bar. bar. That's that's why the Scottish joke. You didn't get that. No. Uh, no. Well, see, I haven't even been in Utah for like ten years, so. Oh. Yeah. We should go to Piper Down. That sounds good to me. I was supposed to, but in the back room, somebody got second Wednesday of every month. Somebody got sick. Yeah, I got. I got really sick this last week, so I couldn't even come to the event. Sounds like a cop out to me. Apparently, it was like the most well attended event ever from other people who were there. I was kind of disappointed. They're like, "Hey, the president's not here." (laughs) Everybody, come. We can actually have fun this week. (laughs) We don't have to talk about Jesus anymore. I do kind of rule with an iron fist. Excellent. Excellent. So let me ask you, what was the most heated discussion you guys have ever had out there? Uh, I think there's there's um, there's kind of a there's there's a, two different factions in the skeptics movement, uh, specifically in regards to uh, global warming. Because the thing about skepticism, we talk about religion an awful lot, but uh, you know we, we also talk about other issues having to do with with the sciences and and. Uh, and uh, so, I think global warming is oftentimes a soft spot with, with uh, some parts of the skeptics movement. I personally think that the science is pretty overwhelming by this point. Uh, but I didn't think there was any doubt. Uh, well, there's, yeah, there, is, doubt. there is a little bit, but I don't think that that's too active in our group uh, right now. We don't really get into a whole lot of disagreement, you know. We, I think most people there are coming from the same perspective and, and of uh, <laughs> what's the and, what's the baptism ritual for getting into your group uh, well um, are there any sacrifices to ball because we do those regularly <laughs> uh, we're, we're more of a Marduk group if you so, uh, <laughs> Molek 
I didn't um, even know who these gods were until Jack Chick brought them up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we had to do research on it. We found out who that. they were. Now we're really interested in them. Awesome. Uh, we, you know, go to meetup.com, facebook.com, uh, sign up. You sprinkle water or do you Do a search for, for Salt City immersion. Skeptics? Yeah, you know, um, you probably should have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 maybe beer. that's it. That maybe that's it. Beer so basically you have to break the word of wisdom to be part of your skeptics <laughs> that's, group. That's, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Occasionally we'll meet like at a it. coffee shop, so if you're not a beer drinker, you can drink coffee instead, which is equally... Breaking it, yeah. yeah. And can you have a donut? Donuts are forbidden. Only in their season. Chips and salsa? <laughs> Only in their season. <laughs> Only in moderation. That's right. Only if they are plucked before they fall onto the ground. <laughs> now, David, you were actually telling me, i got to bring this up because it was just very fascinating to me. You have a brother who is an atheist who actually still attends the Mormon church, and he has a wife who believes in Mormonism, but she doesn't attend. I, I have to ask you to relate this story. You just outed his brother. On a national podcast, international. Uh, his his wife doesn't listen, and neither. Does <laughs> you know, honestly, I don't know if he would define himself as an atheist. He just doesn't believe the Mormon bullshit. That's all. <laughs> and but they all think goes. he's Mormon, right? But they, do they all think the he's Mormon? Uh, they have to. Uh, his ward does, yeah. I guess. But uh, I'm not giving his name. Well, I guess I gave my name. Well, <laughs> my name is very common in this state. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if you picked that up case, on that. Uh, we'll, we'll just bleep out your last name. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, he's a great guy, and he's not a believer, and, and he loves the Mormons. I don't know. He loves the Mormons. His his wife is a believer and has some kind of an anxiety disorder. I don't know. She doesn't like going to church because it messes with her head. I don't know. She's just screwed up in the head. She's allergic to church. She's allergic to people, basically. It's, yeah. it's large gatherings that bug her. But my brother loves large gatherings, and he loves people, and he loves the music, and he loves leading the choir, and he loves playing the piano, and he loves the music, and he'd go every week whether he's married or not. <laughs> See, that is just absolutely and, and it is, fascinating. It is the weirdest yeah. thing when I figured it out, because, I don't know, I always knew he didn't care too much about it, but once he told me he didn't believe, I went, well, why are you going? And I assumed it was going to be, he was going to answer that his wife makes him go, yeah. or he's got to keep the peace in the house, you know, and yeah. it was going to be this eye roll moment, but he said, no, he doesn't go. Probably going to bleep these names out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take care of that in, in the post-production. <laughs> so anyway, he said, no, she doesn't go, and, 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 um, and I said, well, okay, I, I, she believes, right? Because her family's big Mormons, and. He says, oh, yeah, yeah, she believes she would, she would never leave the church. But she can't go to church because it screws with her head. She gets all anxiety. And, you know, she's nuts. I, I, she's just a little crazy. And I love her to death, and I don't have anything against her. And she's just a little on the neurotic side. A little nuts. Yeah. So, so she doesn't go. She goes, you know, once a month or so. She'll be able to get herself together. But, but he goes every week. Yeah, he loves it. He loves the... Loves the people, and he his favorite part is sitting there in sacrament meeting, and making up stories about the people who were talking. <laughs> it's really interesting because the two least interesting things to me about the Mormon Church are the hymns and the people talking. I know exactly. <laughs> That's what I told him. It, it's, the music is not that interesting. He says, "Well, some of it is, and besides." When you play it, it's interesting. <laughs> Singing it, listening to it is not that interesting. Yeah, but playing well, it is more interesting. Yeah, and the I, choir is, you know, that's its whole. It's a whole different thing. And he, and he, he has practices twice a week, and 
Yeah. See, I, I've just never found any interest whatsoever in hymns. They just no. irritate me. He, he's a musician, so uh, he, he finds a different interest in it. I don't mm. think it's the lyrics. I don't know. Yeah. It, it halfway reminded me of my brother, who, uh, who actually had a discussion with Charlie, where Charlie was asking him why he chose Mormonism, and my brother comes back and says, well, I went out and I searched all of the other churches. Really? And yeah, right. And found that uh, that Mormonism was the one that fit my morals the best. Uh-huh. And Charlie, what was your response to this? I said, that's shocking, first of all, because you're brought up Mormon. Yeah. Second of all, if you that had... That is odd, yeah. yeah, yeah Who'd have thunk it? What a coincidence. Wow. <laughs> uh, second of all, if you have a pre-existing set of morals and ethics, why do you need religion? And he just sort of stared at me. <laughs> yeah, that makes way too much sense. <laughs> See, my brother, he's a, he's always been known to be a little bit slow-witted. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, even to tell a joke, he has to mull it over for a half hour. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. What, to decide whether or not it's funny. Yeah, yeah make sure he gets yeah. the punchline right. Yeah. yeah. In our Sunday schools at home, in our basement or my grandma's basement, We'd sing the hymns, but we'd only sing the first verse. So when I was dating my wife, she took me to church. We sang the first verse, and I was closing the book, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're still singing. Oh, Oh, Lord. Three more verses. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was never a big fan of the hymns. The worst ones are they've got the four different sections of it, and then they've got, like, Five and six down on the bottom, and then oh, yeah. you, you flip yeah. the page, and there's more on the back, and you're like, "Why won't this hymn die?" Uh, I don't know. I, maybe I'm like my brother. I used to. I used to like to sing as loud as I could and make <laughs> and make everybody go, huh? "What?" what? Well, see, that was that was for a different <laughs> reason, though. You were, yeah. It wasn't because I loved the music. It was because I loved to make people wonder who's that guy <laughs> yelling in the back. Not me. I'd, I'd mouth the words. I wouldn't sing it. <coughs> oh, I had the worst voice. And it used to really amuse me to make people cringe. <laughs> oh, that guy's singing. Is he singing again? I, I, I think I might have enjoyed going to church with you. I wouldn't have slept so much. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Got to have some fun in church, didn't they? Wow, that's kind of an oxymoron there. Fun in church. I found all kinds of fun. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think my probably my funnest time in church is I was sitting next to a buddy and he had a necklace and he was whipping it around his finger and I had in my hand uh, just a quarter that I was just kind of rolling between my fingers and the teacher was getting so distracted by my buddy whipping his uh, his necklace that he actually stopped and turned and faced my buddy. I mean, this is a crowd of at least twenty kids. Mm-hmm. stops and screams at him that it's very distracting and that he should be paying attention and does he see anybody else out there fiddling with things and <laughs> I don't know why I did it but without skipping a beat I look up and I'm like I was playing with my quarter <laughs> yeah you look up into the stands and there's the three the high priest quorum they're all totally asleep <laughs> I got the O sign or the Q sign <laughs> yeah they're all yeah yeah, and they're the, totally asleep. The, the organist is falling asleep. Everybody's falling asleep. Right. Yeah. It's very relaxing. Yeah, if you need a nap on Sunday, go to the Mormon church. You need a defibrillator to wake up those high priests. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, there's not even that that's going to wake up half of them. <laughs> oh, God. I was never offended by the boringness. I, I, it was always the, the kids yelling that really 
made me want to not go. I don't, I don't want to go because I'm going to have kids crawling on my back. They're going to be pulling on my hair, and they're going to be they're going to be passing notes yeah. across me, and they're going to be crying, and the mothers are going to be going. And I, I always hated that the worst. Yeah, they have uh, yeah. speakers where you can take your kids out, but what they need is like an enclosed room. Yeah. Where they just say, "All right, everyone with kids, here's your room." Well, I mean, even with the speakers, half of them didn't even bring it out because they you don't. get into some of these wards. Where I mean, babies are popping out right and left. I mean, it's worse. Yeah, some, some of the wards are like really, really bad. Yeah, like every third person is under two years old. Yeah, 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 definitely. But anyway, uh, but you went to church. So, you, did you guys go to church throughout teenagerhood and adulthood? I went to he church up until the time 13. I was maybe thirteen. Yeah. Maybe now, who wasn't listening? Huh? I, I remember that. Oh, come on. <laughs> Thirteen or fourteen? Uh, uh, probably eighteen-ish. I, I don't know. But when I was when I was supposed to be going on a mission, I was still kind of showing up to church. Yeah. But you didn't believe it. But I really didn't believe. So you're going because your parents went. And... No, that's where my friends were. Huh. I remember I, having yeah. to explain um, in I think it was in eighth grade uh, to a friend. I called myself agnostic at the time. Uh, in eighth grade, yeah, I definitely. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, what town did you grow up in? I grew up in uh, the nineties. I was in mid nineties. No, no, town, town. Oh, what, what town? time? I think so. What time? No. Uh, I grew up in Midvale, so up south. Oh wow! In so, Midvale, yeah. We're, we are talking Mormon Central. You were walking around claiming agnosticism. Well, it was interesting because I remember getting into discussions with friends where they were like, you know, asking me. Church I go to or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I, I don't really go to church. Why? I'm not Mormon. What are you? Well, I'm agnostic. What's that? Is that like Satanism? <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Pretty much. I, I'm sacrificing a goat later. Come on over. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I remember having here. that exact discussion. It was yeah. So it's Is that like Satanism. Really? Somebody asked you that? Yeah. Hmm. Some, something to that effect might not have been those exact hmm. words, but hmm. yeah. So. It led to some fun lunchtime discussions in middle school. Well, I can imagine, because I was always raised that an agnostic was somebody who deep down believed in God, but were angry or something had driven them away. That was what I was actually raised to believe about agnostics. Hmm. Why in eighth grade were you an agnostic rather than an atheist? Uh, I think just because I wasn't... There's such a negative stigma attached to the word atheist. I'm sure That's you guys are well aware of this. Um, like today, I would I would definitely describe myself as an atheist. At the time, I would have said agnostic, and I I clung to that identity. I think because it was more socially acceptable. It it wasn't such a scary word. Most of the time, people didn't even know what it meant. I don't think I knew what it meant until college. Yeah. I was once asked by uh, a relative. Refrain from saying who. Um, <laughs> oh, we don't have to believe about I, any I describe myself. <laughs> Just don't as, listen. Um, there we go. <laughs> I describe myself as an agnostic. This was a little later. This was probably high school. Um, and then, like two months later, she asked me, "Oh, so have you decided what religion you are now? Like that's what it meant? Is that I was, I was looking for a religion to take its place? But right. it was it was really the philosophical viewpoint that I identified with." There was a, a great story about one of the philosophers in the turn of the century. I think it was Bertrand Russell, where he was jailed, I think, for being a conscientious objector to World War I. And, um, 
late at night, his jailer was asking him, what religion are you? And he said, well, I'm an agnostic. And the jailer goes, oh, well, that's all right. We all believe in the same God anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He said, that thought kept him warm uh, many nights. He just thought it was another sect of Christianity. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the funny thing, because I was actually raised that there were three types of religion. Either you believed in God, Christianity, true or religion, similar. false religion. What's the third? No, 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 no. True, true. <laughs> you believed in some sort of God, okay? Or agnostic, as fence sitters, as my dad always told me, that they just couldn't decide, uh, even though deep down they knew. And then atheists, they were the ones that were the dark ones, basically the ones who had completely turned away from any sort of uh, religious light and God had left them was basically how it was described to me growing up. And kind of like Satan worshippers. Pretty they, close. They had gone to the dark side. They were Darth yeah. Vader. Kind yeah, of. yeah. They didn't necessarily have to believe in Satan or follow him, but Satan they had led them Satan's so plan. far... Yeah, yeah. Led them so far astray that God had left them. Yeah, my parents taught me that um, you were born with a certain amount of light. And if you oh, let no. that light go... And you turned away from Mormonism. Or put it under a bushel? Yeah. <laughs> you would actually lose it, and you would become stupider and stupider and stupider. Because you'd lose that light, and light is intelligence, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. Yep, I was raised yeah. to that, too. I, yeah. That's ringing a bell, too. And it's harder and harder to find the light. Right. The more you... The farther you get away from it. You get oh. away from it. Yeah. This is the way my dad used to describe criminals. He used to always point <laughs> out, ah, criminals are so stupid. stupid. Yeah, look at them. They keep <laughs> making these mistakes. And he used to always say, well, that's because they've turned away from God. And if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember telling my mom, there are a lot of stupid Mormons, Mom. There are a lot of dumb Mormons. Yeah. How do you explain that? Some of them are shooting heroin. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't think that's good. Like... Like you convert to Mormonism and suddenly you're Einstein, you know, you got a yeah, PhD. Well, obviously you're getting smarter day after day. Well see that's that's actually what I was raised to believe is that the more you read the Book of Mormon, that there was a promise from God that you would get more intelligent as you went. I remember that too. Yeah, see? I, I, I yep. haven't thought about this in years, but you're yep. reminding me of all kinds of things. Oh. And the lighter your skin would be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, let's, right. let me ask you this. Uh, now both of you, uh, well, you. Uh, I, I grew up. I grew up in a Mormon community. No, I had lots of Mormon skin, friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's the lightest yeah, out of all of us. Yeah. That's right. He must still believe somewhat. <laughs> no, no, but, Deep down. Let me ask you this, because I was actually just asked this, and I kid you not, I was asked this by my aunt when she found out that I was breaking up with my uh, my uh, current girlfriend, and she actually said to me, "I uh, I went and I've been taking these philosophy classes." And in them, yeah, I love Can't it. Wait for this. Yeah, she's okay. like, and in them, they told me that uh, that if you have sex outside of marriage, you you lose the ability to love. And then she turns and looks at me and says, "Is that true?" That you should have said. Have you ever got that? You should have said. I've never heard that. <laughs> Look at his face. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. She seriously said, she oh, is said that, that true? But I have heard that all through my growing up years. My mother says that on a regular basis. In fact, I don't think I've ever heard that. No, no, I'm not even that kidding. That is the worst thing anyone would wow. say. Wow. I, 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 I would just, this is your aunt? This is my aunt. This was so said to me exactly three say, weeks all ago. All right, suck my dick. You yeah, my, this was said three weeks ago. Honestly, Leighton, your response should have been, I think it was Nietzsche who said that. <laughs> I think that was Nietzsche. Yeah, I, I hear that. Could have no, been Pascal. Nobody know. has ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
so bad of a thing to say to a person. Wittgenstein, yeah. maybe? Wittgenstein. Yeah, it was Kant in his, uh, it was part of his categorical comparison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Philosophy, she, she got taught she this in a philosophy class. She seriously told me that she was taking philosophy. Now, I, I'm going to wave the bullshit flag on the philosophy class because this yeah. is, the, this is yeah. what my mother has told me since the time I turned to puberty is that you lose the ability to love if you have premarital sex or just, you know. I can guarantee you she didn't hear that in a philosophy class. No. Yeah, I, I would say, no, that's true, but not if you do it in the mouth. <laughs> what about the butt? Uh, kind of. Kind you lose, of. You, you, you can uh, still lose, like. You lose the ability to feel like hot and cold, but you can still feel love. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, well, she also used to tell, uh, she still tells me that. Uh, yeah. Your temperature sensation goes away. Yeah, yeah. But probably the funniest conversation I had with my mother is uh, when I was up helping her on her roof, and uh, she was out there talking about this woman that was living with us, and this woman was telling my mother, she's like, I don't think he's a virgin, and my mother was sitting there going, oh no, oh no, he's a virgin. And How old were you? You're talking about you? This, I'm talking about me. So my mother was having this argument with this woman. About whether or not you're a virgin. Whether or not I was a virgin. How old are you? I was probably 25 at this point. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and so... <laughs> so mother is... <laughs> so I'm up on the roof working with her, and she says this to me. She tells me about this conversation, and she says, you know what? I turned to her, and I looked at her, and I said, you know what? My son is a virgin, and how I know is he still has the light around him. For he God hasn't lost sake. any of his light. <laughs> So yes, uh, according to my mother, I was a 25-year-old virgin. Your mother is making me angry. Did, did you ask I'm your mother, my ability to love. how much light do you lose if you just masturbate? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just spilling my seed on the ground. <laughs> I've been doing that since I was 13. <laughs> I must not be losing much. That, that must be the way around the curve. Matter of fact, I just got back from the chimney. Yeah, in fact, uh, I, I used some to glue some of the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost your ability to love your hand. Now. Yes, yes. Well, just my right hand. My left hand, I'm still in love with. <laughs> now, I, I got I to tell you, David, telling those stories was very entertaining because your entire face was just in disbelief throughout the that entire thing. That is stunning. That is, just, that is just really a terrible thing to say to a person. Yeah. Somehow it doesn't it, surprise me at all. Yeah. That was my reaction. <laughs> yeah, really? I am not Charlie surprised. Just He's just like, yeah, that sounds about right. I'm not surprised. I was more irritated about the philosophy thing, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. That I got this from a philosophy class. Really? Yeah, really, yeah. you did? Really? How Are you much? sure it wasn't your photography class? Because <laughs> They sound so. They both start with a PH. Yeah. 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 Well, of course, this is the same woman that doesn't allow her children to wear deodorant because she believes it causes cancer. Yes, yes. Huh. Oh. Yeah. I'll stop taking showers. <laughs> well, my mother that's, used to sneak that. That's deodorant. how the Neanderthals died out. Yeah, by, by deodorant. Lack of deodorant. Like. Yeah. That's why my mother started making me smoke cigarettes. <laughs> she was afraid that the deodorant would cause you cancer. Yeah, counteract the deodorant. Yeah, I can yeah. understand that. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Now, now, I'm not the only one who was just had these just wild things thrown at them. You two have to have something where... Either your mom or dad or somebody around you just said something that just stopped you in your tracks like that. Yeah, I can't tell it. <laughs> come, on, come on, you gotta tell it. I can see the smile on your face. Spit it out. That uh, that that 
that same guy who's the bishop in my sister's current ward that she's not a member of. <laughs> he was the he was the bishop, or he's the stake counselor. I mean, not quite the stake president, but something like that. When we were little kids. Anyway, he lived behind us. Pretty good guy. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to tell it. That's right. He got he got word. He got he heard a rumor. Because I yelled at my brother on the bus to the school. I yelled at him that, um, did he have a good time fucking the cat this morning? Because <laughs> I thought that was amusing. So I'm yelling across the bus. <laughs> and he yells that, um, no, she did some, I don't know. He had a joke about how he didn't have a good time fucking the cat this morning. <laughs> and so Mel started yapping like this, and Mel started yapping. And this isn't quite what you were looking for, I suppose. Oh, I'm still waiting for it. This is entertaining this far. He's not the stake president. Maybe he was. I don't know. Anyway, he shows up to harass my brother. And I guess my dad had heard about it. And he sat him down. And he's like 11 years old at the time. <laughs> he sits my brother down and says, Now, do you know what beast yelling is? <laughs> oh, dear. petting the cat and and uh well let me go get some peanut butter and we'll demonstrate some and so he describes it my dad's there and he describes what bestiality is and 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 my brother says you talking about the cat here <laughs> talking about this cat right here <laughs> you know no 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 and i uh, and uh, i guess they ended that little meeting of love or whatever, and they were convinced that Paul had this problem cat-fucking. <laughs> that he needed to repent, and they had a whole big laundry list of things he needed to do to, to rid himself of this evil problem that he had. And he left that room and came right down to where I was. <laughs> and I was listening. Uh, we, had a, we had a giant laugh. The point is Mormons are retards. Yeah. yeah. And uh, nice it's it's uh, it's very clear that this is a joke. It's clear to everybody who was passing the rumor, except maybe his daughter who probably heard the rumor from somebody who heard the rumor. I don't know where you heard it. It's a combination of not having a sense of humor and uh, being in a position where that lack of sense of humor and lack of knowledge of the world. I exactly. Think. Complete lack of knowledge. It, grown it, it's just the dumbest thing. Bad, He's a yeah. grown adult. They're two grown adults. My dad and But they hear this stuff in their bishops' meetings, right? Yeah, this they, is they, a they hear this. You know, I hear it from my daughter. You know, and bestiality is a real problem. Yes, yes, it is. How would you feel if you didn't um, help this poor kid out who's fucking his cat? So does that mean I should get rid of the donkey in the back? Your cat. Yeah. Get rid of your cat. <laughs> Can I say well, fucking I on, the, on this? Yeah, we'll bleep it out. Okay. Or not. Or not. Put an explicit tag. On. Yeah, we can put an explicit. Probably ought to bleep out. Yeah. So anyway, that was the weirdest thing. That's not exactly a Mormon thing, but it's kind of a kind of a Mormons don't have any kind of sense of humor or don't have any kind wow. of sense of what's really going on in the world. I tell you what always shocks me is when I'm talking to people that I think are intelligent, yeah. and my parents, uh, and I don't know why this shocks me, but uh, my wife's parents, and they'll say something like, you know, well, the flood happened, right? Like the flood mm, actually yeah, happened, yeah. global worldwide flood, or yeah, you know, know the the, this. the Earth is less than ten thousand years old. It's you know six thousand years old, and 
that stuff just shocks me because you don't expect normal, rational people to believe this crap. But it shocks me every time. I shouldn't be shocked, but it shocks me every time. I can kind of one-up you on that. I mean, growing up, I always thought my dad was very intelligent. He went to college. Of course, it was BYU, and now... now yeah, uh, that's but they, they, that's a, it's fine. Yeah. Well, anyway... They have fine hotties down there. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. A lot of inbreeding around here really uh, really creates some hot Mormons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are some yummy coeds. And everybody makes fun of BYU co-eds, but there's some yummy ones. Yeah. Okay, tell your story. Anyway, well, my father, he actually studied geology and zoology in okay. college. Uh, and yet, he still... Zoology. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, say it your way, Z- I say it Z- my way. Z-O-O-L... Tomato. I mean, so, so he actually studied geology and this stuff. And, it, <laughs> and zoology? Zoology. 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 Shut up. <laughs> but he studied this stuff, and he still believes that the flood happened yeah. and that Darwin is absolutely wrong. Yeah, convinced. Convinced, and absolutely. Before the flood, uh, there was no rainbow. Yeah. Uh, God put the rainbow in the sky. That was actually hollered at me as my mother was crying when I pointed out the uh, Oh, yeah, the fun. I you tell that story. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, but then again, I mean, like I said, growing up, I thought my dad was intelligent. And one of the things he used to always say is that profanity is the uneducated mind's way of expressing itself. Yeah. I'll buy that. No. No, profanity is just fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, but it's, if you have something to say, there's there's better ways. To say. Sometimes, say, you know, there I, I, no I, other word will fit. Thank you very much. That's what <laughs> I'm. Sometimes yeah, it is exact. From, I, yes. I can understand. If somebody who swears an awful lot is really telling you they have nothing to say. Yeah. I, no, I'll agree I, to I, it to a point. Yeah. Honestly, I, anyway. Well, and I swear too much. Nah. Eh. I, I <laughs> think it, it may be indicative <laughs> of a limited crowd, vocabulary. <laughs> Maybe indicative of a limited vocabulary, but. Um, Maybe not. Yeah, but then again. Uh, but at other times, I get what you're saying. There, yeah, there, sometimes the only, it's the only way to get a point across. Yeah. <laughs> when you whip out some of those words, everybody knows exactly what the point is. When you hear the story of the Book of Mormon, really there's no other words that come to mind. <laughs> yeah, there's. Good <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> a bunch of dipshits. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Well, I, I, all my intelligence goes go the way of like, oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's just idiotic. All right, moving along. Yeah, moving along. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, yeah, um, you don't have any of those stories where your parents oh, or friends just absolutely shocked you with the stupidity? I remember when I, was, when I was pretty young, I don't know, six or seven, uh, for Christmas, my parents had gotten me uh, a magic eight ball. You know, and playing with it with my friends, and it's nothing. It's a toy. Took it over to a friend's house. She kicked me out, and I didn't see that friend again for six yeah. months. Witchcraft. Because uh, it was witchcraft. What? It was di- oh. was divining. Magic eight and, ball. Yeah, magic eight ball. That's dumb. Yep. Speaking of which, do you have any Ouija board stories? <laughs> my parents, my my mother, swears to God that they were her sister was doing the Ouija board, and Satan appeared like on the wall. Next door, and so they had to throw out the Ouija board. I, as a teenager, I remember tons of stories yeah. about my parents, but a lot of stories about so and so was using a Ouija board, and they went down to that 
old BYA Academy, and they, and they were, and blah, 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 blah. Devil yeah. came, and now yeah, they're all dead. Yeah, you know, Satan actually made an appearance. See, yes. it's funny because I heard We got to buy a Ouija board. It sounds like Walmart. That's right. All, all, yeah. all yeah. the time. You can buy them at Walmart. I, yeah. See, I grew up on these stories, and I remember this because at the age of 16, all my buddies and I were getting together, and I went down and bought a Ouija board just to kind of surprise everybody. And uh, so I whipped this thing out, and I do mean whip it out. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and no one could tell. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, uh, it just went unnoticed. <laughs> but I, I I put it out there and I set the thing up, and half of my buddies actually left. Yeah. They said like they're offended. We cannot be around this, and so. The couple because that's they still, felt a bad spirit. Yeah, because the they felt a bad spirit. Yes. And so they leave, uh, and the <laughs> ones that stayed behind, we tried our damnedest to get this thing to work, and we could not get anything. You know, what I love is yeah. you have to have your finger on the little thing. It can't just uh-huh. move around yeah. on its own, right? Yeah. It's well, got to be moved by the finger. work through your... Yeah, it needs the to... The motor effect at play right there. Yeah. We ought to buy a Ouija board and just set it aside during one of these podcasts and see if it moves at all. We'll ask it questions. Well, you have to have everybody... You know, then he's going to cheat. Clearly. That's how it works. Wait, wait, wait. Why would you specify that I would be the one that would cheat? All right. Does it count if you have your penises on it at the same time? Okay, that's well, not gay. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't see, this is what I have to deal I with. Thank you very much. It, but that's a little gay. This is it, what I have to deal with. It would decrease the amount of cheating. See, now, I would just like to point out that this is why he's going to say that you're the great <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we haven't got to that yet. Oh, yeah. no, no, I've been saving that question for the very we end. we got about five minutes left. Uh, Now's the time. I don't know, uh, is five minutes enough time for you to tell us which one's more great? Are you and why? Yes, yes, you really have to go into depth Are on you going to be able to recover from the shock and chagrin? Well, I'm just wondering if I have to cuddle with you after you uh, break <laughs> down. <laughs> So I think when when I wrote that uh, review or whatever, no truth. You can't. You can't. Yeah, back no, 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 I'm giving you the truth. All right. I'm just setting it up. Um, I I listened to the first I don't know few episodes and and I was enjoying the show and uh, but there were a couple things that kind of bugged me. I remember listening to the uh, the Glenn Beck episode. And I can't stand Glenn Beck. He's a horrible human yeah, being. Who can at this point? <laughs> But I remember there was there was a point where um, I, I think it was it was Layton who uh, who was criticizing Glenn Beck for crying and called him a woman and it's stuff like that that's like <laughs> to me such a sexist. To me, it's oh, just like, I call you on that? there's enough things to uh, criticize people actually, like Glenn Beck. Yeah, did I not call you on that in uh, the podcast? Yes, you did call me. On <laughs> did I not true. call you misogynist no, no. in the podcast? That I have a couple the, other comments like that, women? things like that. that kind of graded against me, but, uh, you know, so that's that's kind of what I was getting at. But Vindicated. Wait, 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 wait. Have I grown on your sense? Yes, no. yeah. I, uh-huh. I, think uh-huh. that, I think that as the show's gone on, you know, it's... <laughs> you kind of just figure out that I'm just pulling just shit the, out of my ass yeah. to make people laugh, that I don't even believe the stuff that i Sure, and, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that you're misogynist. I, I don't know. I do. You put it up, yeah, well, it's Charlie I do does, think he's a misogynist. But yeah. that's only because you've known me the longest. Deep, <laughs> deep down inside, he's a misogynist, absolutely. Uh, I do my best. But so anyway, that's that's probably my the biggest thing that I that I 
found to complain about was, was those kind of comments. They're just kind of like, uh. You do realize because of you, now for the end of forever, yes. he's going to constantly point out that I'm the yes. one dragging down this podcast. Absolutely. Couldn't you have at least lied? I now mean, I've didn't I pick ammunition. you enough when you came I've in? I've got some evidence to back up my assertion. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. We've only got one person on here. You can't have a panel right. of he one He represents person. 250 people. He's That's the president right. of an organization. I don't know Hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. He, he's the president, and uh, okay. I, I, I don't listen to the podcast. I'm yeah, I've seriously never listened. To the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't had time to be graded right, right, by right. you. Before, I, I will say, I'm speaking for right, myself. Right. I'm not speaking for anybody else. But uh, yeah. does the <laughs> endorse your stance on this? Movie? We probably shouldn't mention my place of work. <laughs> <laughs> so far, he's out of three <laughs> so people. If you can edit that one out. <laughs> Since well, it's like incredibly constructed. <laughs> Why, is there anybody safe now? <laughs> Excellent. Well, that would reveal the address of where we are. <laughs> Well, that I'm okay with. The Albertsons where I bought the beer. Yeah. Well, we know where the uh, the drinking skeptically is going to be at. So. Yeah. Well, you want to advertise that. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you want definitely. people to come. That's a good here. thing. Yeah. That's an okay thing. Right. Uh, and that, that way they can point out and go, "Hey, was that the guy that just kept pointing out?" <laughs> <laughs> the daily people. <laughs> his family. I've totally heard of him before. I can't yeah. believe that I've actually talked to his sister. <laughs> I bet he has friends that listen to. But seriously, Glenn Beck is an asshole. Yeah, just, an just to uh, put that out on so, the... Therefore, <laughs> was my comment justified? No. No. That, oh, <laughs> come on. The assholiness Asshole, of Glenn Beck is not in question. Yeah, because you're comparing him to women. I'm, I'm, comparing, him to, anyway, I'm so. comparing him to the worst form of woman. Oh there are good Why can't we just call him an asshole and leave he, it at that? Because See? it's more fun to say he cries like a woman and he's got estrogen in See, his body. He has not grown at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah, this isn't helping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to say you're not winning any points on that one. But. <laughs> hey, but you're laughing. That's good That's, enough for me. I'm laughing at you, not with you. Need to I'm do a okay podcast on that. that, that uh, who's a science fiction writer that's got a name that sounds like Glenn Beck that wrote the Ender series. Remember that guy? We've already they did, they did. Horses Horses Scott Card. Card. Horses Scott Card. Yeah, yep, it's a good did. episode. But seriously, I've got to download these. Yeah. <laughs> I think we may have one more listener. I got yeah. I got I to... I think this internet thing is going to catch up. <laughs> I don't know. I hear they've got you it on computers now. Hey, I he, should check it out. We should have a Facebook page. This is living proof. We there should have go. a Facebook page. I am not keeping a Facebook <laughs> page. Facebook. Oh. Then I can poke you. Here at Irreligiosity, we finger Jesus. We don't <laughs> finger right. each other. <laughs> That's right. We can finger you, just like say Thomas fingered Jesus. Yes, yes, exactly. Excellent. Well, that probably wraps it up, right? Yeah, yeah that's all I've got to say. All right. Yeah, all right. A round of applause. So, uh, one more time. Skeptical uh, Salt, Salt, Salt City Skeptics. Salt City Skeptics. The easiest is to just Google Salt City Skeptics. Uh, you'll probably find the blog first. And uh, if you go to, there's links there to the Facebook page and the Meetup page. You can see the latest events there. So. Great. Thanks for being on. Thank Very you. Cool. Yeah, thanks. Excellent. Thank you.